Blog Talk Radio. Trump do. I got to walk that one back. So you retract you know that statement. 
Yes, sir. I don't think we need to give huh? teachers no gun. Hold on, we got a caller, man. Caller, what's happening? Who this? This is Mickey. I'm just a caller. Say hello, yo guys. What's happening? Oh, what's happening? This is Mickey. What you... Nikki. Oh, I'm sorry. I got you, Nikki. I'm gonna put your name in here twice to <laughs> make sure I remember who this is. <laughs> you better. What up, Doctor? What's up with you? <laughs> he said Nikki yeah, did he me. He still called you Nikki. Yeah, he still called you Nikki. He still don't know who the fuck you are. I'm gonna kick his ass. Don't worry about it. Let me kick his ass. You ain't trying to kick his ass. Nikki? Kick his ass. Yeah. Shit, just listening to y'all just got up Getting fit to get ready for work I said, let me listen to these fools on this radio Alright, you pushing one So what you got to say? I ain't got nothing to say Didn't I just tell you? I called and listened to you Oh, you still put me Goddamn I know that's Mickey, man <laughs> Why the hell you put Nikki on the yeah. tube? It was a fuck with her, but I guess she can't see it, so it really she don't matter. She can't see it? That's what I just said. <laughs> Yo, what's up? What, what's up, caller? Who this? I know who this is, but say your name anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's how you feel? It's D. What's good, D? It's nothing, nothing much. What's good? How everybody doing? Mr. Preacher. What? Don't, you know what? I've been gone for a couple of weeks. I didn't have my teeth pulled and all that. Don't do that to me today, Tom. Not today. It's too early. I just got on here. All right. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold, hold, hold on, now, y'all. We got, we got a new call. We got a new call. Hold on. Call, what's happening? Who this? This is Jake. Hey, what's happening, Jake? Not much. I'm, I'm glad you called in, bro. I'm glad you called in. Yeah. Right, let me bring everybody up. To, let, me bring everybody, let me bring everybody up to speed. All right, y'all. Me and Jake had a uh, conversation on Facebook. I asked Jake to call into the show so so he can uh, break down his his side of his opinion. Now, Jake, we we're we gonna start this off just like this. I made a post. I said, name the last time a black kid shot up a school. I'll wait. Your response was, why not say when the last time a gang member shot another gang member? Or talk about black-on-black shootings. Okay, I need you to explain that one. How, how did you All get right, gang here's members? The here's the thing with that. All right. Oh, um, yeah, I mean, no big secret. No black kids have won into the school and shot it up. All right. So that's a non existent problem to even talk about. All right. You know, I'm not racist, like I said. I hate one motherfucker the same as the next motherfucker. All right. But you guys, you know, you want to send a message out there black on black crime. We know, I mean, it's no big secret. They've had statistics about black-on-black crime all the time. All right? These kids, gang members, 
whatever, you know, neighbors, whatever. They're going around, you know, they get mad at someone. Instead of going, fighting them like the old days, they shoot them now. All right? They shoot all because of this, that, or the other, whatever the reason is. All right? No one's talking about that. Yeah. So what? You know, there's no school shootings done by black people. But the black one won't come. Come on. Do something to stop that. Bring that up. Talk about something to stop that. Okay. What about what about white on white crime? Do you believe white on white crime exists? Oh yeah. I mean, I you know the the, the white on white crime. You know, it, it may not be shooting each other, but yeah, there's white on white crime. It just depends on the area you live in. I grew up in Middlebury, Indiana. I know you said you uh, grew up in Kerry. Middlebury, Indiana, predominantly white area back in my time. We had, I think, two, maybe three white kids that went to our school. All right? So, yeah, there's white-on-white crime. We got mad, got in a fight. We got over it. All right? You know, so, yeah, there's white-on-white crime. There's black-on-black crime. There's Mexican-on-Mexican crime. But the statistics show, you know, there is higher black on black crime. You know, I, I could say here, just in Atlanta area, I think in the last month, I swear there's been a shooting where a child, a so you know, a child under five years old, has gotten killed, a black child, because of another black person, teenager or adult. Shooting for trying to rob somebody Or shooting somebody, whatever Alright You know, that's what they show You know, that's what happens That's the fact You know, these little kids got killed They weren't, you know, they ain't even old enough To know what a gun is Alright And it's all because Something In the last 10 years Has changed I grew up around Elkhart, Indiana and, you know, lived in Elkhart, Indiana in my adult life for a little while. And there's still, you know, it's not the black-on-black crime then as there is now. So, you know, my thing is, you know, talk about that. You know, talk about building up a person, okay, you know, color in a positive way. Jake, can I ask you? Jake, can I ask you a question? Sure. Okay, you say we need to talk on. Uh, we need to talk more about the black on black crime. Do you have a? I mean, is it a? Do you have an opinion on why it's so much black on black crime? I'm just you know, they say I, honestly. Right now they say, oh, it, yeah, the big thing is, oh, they're saying it's because these little, you know, these guys, these kids are growing up without fathers. Bullshit. You know what? Moms could be just get a job with All right? You know, when you, you know, the concentration 
you know, black people, white people, Mexican people, all right, when each of us, you know, live in a neighborhood that's either, you know, black, white, Mexican, whatever. My neighborhood, yeah, it's mostly white people. It's a trail park, you know, but it's mostly white people, all right? When you okay. have, you know, and, and any any place you go in the United States, you're going to have areas that are predominantly black, predominantly white, messy, you know, whatever. So, you know, it, it, it's all about where you live, the demographic you live in, you know. So, yeah, so pretty much with, what, <clears throat> so pretty much what you're saying is it, it, it's you're basically your upbringing is what's making these. Yeah. Is black on black crime so bad because of the yeah, upbringing? The upbringing, you know, uh, you know upbringing. same thing. Like I said, even with white people, you know, you've got, you know, I'll call them snooze bitches, you know, little pricks that think they're better than everybody else that are white. It's because of the way they were brought up. You know, so it's all you, in how okay. you were brought up. I can, I can tell you, I, I remember. I, what do you suggest there? I mean, okay, you, what do honestly, you suggest? Honestly, I'm going to tell you something. I told you, I, I used to work at a gas station in the projects in Elkhart. Yeah, they had little housing projects in there, all right? And I couldn't tell you how many times in this gas station, because we had a set of apartments right across the street from the gas station, how many times, especially in the summertime, these women would be out there and their kids running around acting all crazy. And it didn't even matter if it was their child. They had no problems in whooping that boy or little girl's butt if they weren't acting right. Kids, they don't act right. You need to add a firm hand to the seat of the problem. Too many kids, you know, because they're, you know, parents in general. Are afraid, oh, if I hit my kid, they're going to get taken away. Bullshit. You're allowed to spank your child. It's just an excuse not to do their job as a parent. But now, yeah. hold on, now. We got <laughs> hold on, folks. Before you ask, dog, we got a couple of callers. We got today. We got the lights on the line. Okay, now, y'all, y'all here with us? Yeah. I'm here. Mm-hmm, I'm here. Okay. Now, Janine, I want to ask you because, you know, you, you may mention that you come from an interracial family. Yep. Now, I'm, I'm just curious, Is by you having the white Grandmother, your grandmother, your grandmother was white, right? Yes. Okay. Then you growing up around her, being around her, like you know, you may mention that you were around her constantly. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that what Jake's saying is true? Did Jake hold some truth to what he's saying? Now hold on, Janine. Before you answer that, Janine, before mm-hmm. before you answer that, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a couple seconds to think about it. All right, we got everybody that's listening in the internet, man. Numbers to call is 
888-346-3059. Press 1, we'll bring in. You guys got something you want to say? As far as what Jake is saying, call us and let us know. If you want to rebut what Jake is saying, call us and let us know. 563-999-3059. Okay, go ahead, Janine. Dude, you um, with the switchboard. <laughs> Yeah, I'm watching the switchboard. Go ahead, Janine. Okay, I was just gonna say that I think it. I think it. It depends on the environment, but I think it also depends on the relationships that you have with certain family members. Like, even though my grandmother was white, I'm not gonna sit here and say that everybody on that side of the family turned out great because they did. You know, she she raised her children a certain way. They all had problems. So it depends on the environment and who all they were they had, I guess I will have to say whatever the type of environment she raised them in. But then by the time I came, it was a different environment because her husband, my grandfather, had already passed when he passed when I was like five. So that environment totally changed by the time I came to, into the picture. So it was just her. So I think it all depends on the environment because all my aunts and uncles have issues. And it's the same on my mom's side. I do think it depends on the environment, but I think it also depends on the relationships that you have with those people. And then, of course, it trickles down from generation to generation so on how you, people you, end you're, up. So you're you're agreeing with Jake, and it's it's all about how you was raised, right? Is that what you're yeah, trying to yeah, say? Yeah, how you were Am raised, right? how you were raised in your environment. But this new generation, I don't agree with what was said about. People are afraid to, people don't spank their kids anymore, things like that. You know, when they say that they're afraid of CPS, that is a true statement, (laughs) okay? People just not, you know, whooping their kids because they don't want to. A lot of people have already had to deal with CPS, and as far as I'm concerned, they like the mafia, okay? They could come, swoop in, take your kids, do whatever you want. They got all the rights. And things like that, uh, and people the, don't. Uh, I will say on the thing with the CPS, Child Protective Service, all right? Yes, uh, Child Protective Service. And if you know what to tell them and how to handle them, if someone calls and says you're beating the kids, you know, whatever, all right, there's a lot of stuff. You know, if you know how to handle and what to say to them, they have to leave you alone. I've had that's it happen crap. to me. I, but, but, I that's, that's, and that's not true. That's not true in every scenario. Not that is not all. true. I had it happen to me, and I know it ain't true. You, they, when you get accused, you got to prove your innocence. You have to prove no that exactly. No you you got to prove You got to tell them. Just just know mm-hmm. how to handle them. No, they coming to you, and they didn't already got a statement. They, they already say they want to see how you're going to prove that you didn't do what they say you did. 
they not coming to see your side. They they coming to investigate and looking in your cabinet, seeing if you got food, if your kids got clothes in the closet. Mm-hmm. I've had CPS called hmm. on me by mail, okay? Hmm. And as soon as she showed up, I flat out told her. I was like, listen, I don't have to let you in my house. I don't have to prove nothing to you. If you would like to go get a court order, we can go get a court order. But I let her in my house. I let her see what was going on. I didn't hear from her for three months. She came back and said, hey, bye, see you later. All right? But, you know, yeah, my situation, it was a neighbor that was just being vindictive. All right? You know, any law enforcement officer has said, you can, in the South, they say cut. They say, you can cut that ass between here and here. Basically pointing out the buttocks area. All right, and you, you know, in, in the state, it is allowed. You can spank them on the butt. You know, you can't use a belt or anything. I mean, shoot, I had a belt, wooden spoon, whatever. You know, my parents could cross my ass when I was a kid. I grew up all right. You know, I smoked a little weed now, now and then, but hey, you know, I've never been arrested. I, you know, but you know, it, you're right. It's in the upbringing. Kids, you know, I would have to say, you know, any adult 35 and older knows what it's like to get their butt whooped. Any adult 35 and under probably ain't had their butt whooped. You know, because, you know, if you're a child that's got your butt spanked for doing something wrong, did you do it again? Probably not. All right. And, yeah, there are people that swear up and down that, oh, CPS will take them if you hit them. They have to investigate you. You have to make them prove that there was a problem to begin with. But right? who wants to if go you through that? CPS but but nobody wants to go through that. Over, right, and you and tell me to lose my job. job. You tell this me to lose my job and go through this. That's what you're telling me. Because, see, when they open a CPS case on you, somebody like me going to lose my job because I'm a nurse and I deal with people. Exactly. You understand exactly. what I'm saying? So I lose well, my I, license when you open up a case on me. So when I tell them I, they can't come in my house, guess what's happening? The case getting open and they're going to start investigating from there because you got, gonna, it looks like you got something to hide and I lose my job. If they call to your house, they've already got a case going on you. No, it's not a case. It's an allegation until they open it's the case. Allegation. First they look. Exactly. Don't tell me. I just had to go. I just went through this. And and if they would have no. opened the case, I would have lost my job. Yep. Culture. I worked out. I worked in foster care for 10 years, so I know exactly how they do. I know exactly how they do. And, and it's all political, and sometimes the parents don't bend and do nothing, and sometimes they take the kids, and there's nothing, no reason why they take the kids. They they just, it, it, it's all about personal uh, vindictive people. You got people who got their own judges on, on how a child should be raised, so it depends on the worker that even comes to the house. It really does. So, it really does. Mm-hmm. So the, the worker okay, that comes to your house, if she don't, if she don't, like, if she don't like the way your house is uh, set up, you know what I'm saying? Maybe she might think it's just too junky today. You know what I'm saying? It's it's about their own personal, personal vindictive. 
Do you think there's different rules when it comes to blacks and whites? And I most certainly do. Hell yeah. I mean, give me a situation. I, honestly, I, most I don't, do. you know, yep. personally. Okay, hold on. Oh. Jake, Jake, I'm going to give you a situation, Jake. I'm going to give you a prime example, Jake. The state of Texas, where this kid shot up the school, he killed 10 people. Uh-huh. Hold on, hold on for a second, Jake. Hold on for a second, Jake. He killed ten people. Mm-hmm. He tried to kill ten more people in the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. He looking at getting parole after forty years. Seventeen year old kid. He's white. Yep. Black yep. kid. Seventeen years old. Same state. Texas. He killed yeah, two people. I looked into that. And he's looking at death. And yeah, you trying to tell I, me there's I, no I such actually, thing I as white privilege. Post, I looked into it. All right? And I actually responded to that post with the article from Newsweek that that is actually false. He's not he's basically fact, time charges everything as the school shooter. That was in Newsweek. You know, uh, you know, you can even check it on Snopes, all that stuff. It'll say you know, that that story was a false story put out there. So you don't believe it? So you, what you, when I, I understand what you said. that was a false story. So what you saying? Because you, you're saying that, that all rules allowed. apply. To, all rules are the same. That's what you're saying, Jake. All rules are the same, whether you're white, black, Hispanic. Yeah. And it, all, all the rules are saying. When it comes, yeah, because if, <laughs> think about it this way, if I come at you with an attitude or anything like, you know, with a bad attitude, start calling you, you names, you know, whatever, how are you going to react towards me? If I start doing that or, you know, start wanting to fight you, how is your reaction going to be towards me? It would be negative. All right. So now, someone and that and that's the whole problem. <laughs> that's the whole problem. See, they got you thinking that that's all how black people are. That that's all we do <laughs> is try to confront people no, and things I like that. Not, no, have the back talk, and that's not always the case. Even if we were just I, being regular I, I and being nice, we get shitted on. So it don't even matter. That's not even true. See, now you're twisting what I'm saying. I never said that. Okay? I'm not saying all black people. Okay? Whoever you're talking about. Whoever you're talking about. How you charge someone, how you treat someone is going to reciprocate how you get treated back. All right? Hmm. Now, 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 Jake, 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 I carry a gun with me most of the time. Jake, Jake, can, let me just yeah. say this. Let me just say this one. Okay, me and a friend of mine who were driving down the street, we got pulled over. They said we robbed a gun store. They said, we, well, we, were, we looked like the suspects that robbed the gun store. Now, it was a car. Now, just hit me out. It was a car. It was two white guys in the car next to us. 
They pulled us over, let that car go. Okay. Okay, fine. No problem. Now, they take me into the car. Now, we're, we're in Indianapolis. We're in Indianapolis, Indiana. We're at Speedway. We're right around the Indy 500 track. We're literally like in front of the track. They get us out the car, they handcuff us, they put the dogs on us, and they walk me to the car. Now, in the process of walking me to the car, I hear the dispatcher. And the dispatcher said, once again, the suspects are two white men. Now, Jake, you've probably never seen me, but Jake, I'm a, I'm, 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 I'm a, there's no way you could mistake me for a white man. Not, I mean, not even on your best day, you can mistake me for a white man. But yet still, they let the two white guys go past, and they arrest, and, and my partner I was with, he could not be mistaken for a white man. But you let the two white guys go, and you handcuff us and throw us on the ground and said that we're, we're suspects in, in a uh, robbery. Now, when he knew I heard that, that's when he uncuffed. And he looked. He looked at his partner like, "Fuck." Okay, but he lets you go, right? You and said what? Well, I made a mistake, and I let you go. All right, but you always did you fight on? Wait, 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 Jake, 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 Jake. You said they made a mistake. They knew who they were looking for. They were looking for two white men. Why'd you Why'd you pull us over? Two black men. I, I said, hold on. And clearly, like I said, yeah, on on the you you cannot even look up. You couldn't look up in the dark and think that we were white. Hold on. Now, the other side of this argument for that part. All right, you said that you heard them say a repeat is just two white men. What if the first call or dispatch that went out did not say that it was two white men? Okay. Okay. But that only something that you're not hearing. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that that's what happened. I'm not defending what they did. That's what you're doing, defending it. But here's the here's what I do got to say. And did you Uh, fight with the officers? Did you try to fight? Did you try to run? Did you do anything wrong? Did you comply with what they wanted? Comply with everything they said. even gave him the typical yes, sir, no, sir. All right. And in the end. In the end, what, Jake? They realized that they, well, they got the mistake. They let you go. All right, but hold on. Now, what would have happened uh, had you not complied, if you tried arguing with them, whatever? Right. It would have been 10 times well, we more. So, what did you say? So. Take the abuse. What you what you saying is take take the the physical and verbal abuse until they say so. Because I mean, I don't think Jake. I'm not sure if you heard me correctly. I said that the dispatcher said once again, once again, the suspects are too. White men, males. So, I mean, like I said, you 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 probably never seen okay, me, that, but I mean, okay, there's I no way you can mistake me for a white man. 
And now, like I know, said, the first call that, that his partner out may not have included that. All right. You, you said what now, Jay? I didn't hear that. You missed, re- you know, whatever. Uh, I wasn't there. There's no video of it. You know, there's no, you know. No harm, no foul there. Say, my point right. is you said that you comply with what they said. And, yeah, it sucks what they did. They pulled you over, you know, because of your color. You know, the dispatch said that there were, you know, it was two white men. But you don't know what was reported before they pulled you over, you know, when the robbery just happened. All I'm right. just trying to figure out why does that even matter. <laughs> I mean, but Jake, I mean, evidently, like now listen to what I'm saying, Jake. They were out the car. They were out the car when they 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 were they were harassing us. So we all got in the car at the same time. So this man tells me, you fist you y'all when I asked him, Sir, can you please tell me what are we what are we being detained for? He said, uh, uh, "It was called five hundred guns. Five hundred guns just got robbed. You guys fit the description." Now, as he's saying this, now I'm, I'm gonna try to break this down to you one more time, Jake. The dispatcher gets on there and said once again, not be on the lookout. Once again, the Suspects are two white males. They, they heard that the first time. They let the two white males go. All right, for a second, they did. I'll let you have that one, all right? But still, my point is you complied with what they said. All right? And, you know, you put up videos. Uh, I think the post is, or, or is put I think she just proved the point. The point is, I shouldn't have been the one pulled over at all. Why should I be pulled over if I'm not? Jake, like I said, I am a dark-skinned man. I am a dark-skinned black man. There's no way. I, uh, Jake, like I said, even at night, pitch black, no no goddamn, okay. no lights, no right. poles, lights, or nothing. You still could not mistake me for a white man. All right. But, okay, another thing, look at it this way. I've been pulled over because my truck or my car is actually my car at the time. Match the description of a hit and run after a robbery. They suspected, you know, that the guy that did the hit and run was supposed to rob the store. I got pulled over because of the way my car looked, because it uh, matched the description. Except when the cops seen there was no damage to the car, he had to let me go. All right, but you know, Jake, I think your car, and my face is counting two different things. All right, was it? Was it daylight or dark time? It was dark. <laughs> All right. Now, but like I told you, Jake, like I told you, you can shoot all. You can shoot all. You can shoot all the street lights out. You still won't tell that I'm a black man. You say what now, Jake? Because I'll tell you what. When it's dark outside, and I'm going down the road. I can't see what colored people are that are driving. 
that okay. the point is everybody's going to fight to try to defend what they're saying, what they're doing, why they're this, that, the other. All right? Jay. And Jay. It, so it all pretty comes much what you said, pretty much what you said, that every, every officer that grabs a black man is because that black man, that black man is known for doing something? I wasn't. I couldn't understand what you're saying. I say so. What you're saying is that they do that because every black man is known for doing something. And you know the funny part about that, Jake, is that this man couldn't find nothing on me. He ran right. my name. I mean, wait, he, made, he ran my name four times, Jake. He ran my name four times. He asked me. He said, and this is his words, Jake. He said. His first question to me is, how much time have you done? I said, I ain't never did a day in my life. He said, yeah, we'll see about that. Now, he ran my name. He said, what is your name again? Spell it. Okay, I spelled it. What is your name? What's your alias? I said, man, I'm not even from here. Let me run your name again. He ran my name four times. Do you know this man was upset? Because I didn't have a record? And the man said, oh, and you got a valid driver's license. (laughs) This motherfucker just knew. This motherfucker knew. He knew that I I didn't have my license. He knew I had a warrant. He knew I I was a felon. Jay, I'm none of that. All right. Well, because I because I'm black, and I, well, you know, let's just let's just call it the way it is. Most of you niggas got it. Most of you niggas got one of the. You either ain't got no felon, you either got a felony, or you ain't got your license or something, or you old for child support, or you got a warrant for your arrest. That's the stereotype that's put on us all the fucking time. And people sit there and act like right oh, these motherfuckers is doing their job right. every Come day. No, they're not doing their job. You know what they're doing? They sitting there to protect and serve y'all because they're protecting and serving a damn thing on our end. But you said the key word in there, all right? And what is that? Stereotype, all right? First, I get stereotyped even though I'm white. I get stereotyped, especially in the summertime. All right, you know, um, I have. Jack, I'm curious, what do they stereotype you arms, at? You know, whatever. I get stereotyped because of my tattoos. You what do they have, say about you? you know, that is what everything is based on. You know, with what you said. Trust me, I do understand. Okay, now, now, you I, start doing something to change the stereotype of a race. Jay, That's what do they stereotype you as? With, with all your tattoos. They're saying, oh, I'm black, or I'm Jay, this because I'm, I'm Mexican. Start doing something Jay. to change the stereotype. Okay, Jay, Don't you're not answering my question. What you're, not, me you're not answering my question, brother. What, what do they stereotype you as? Because of your tattoos. What do they oh, stereotype you as? Tell the, uh, you know, as funny as it may sound, tell you who at the local Walmart who the loss prevention people are. Because, yeah, they follow me around at Walmart when I'm doing my damn grocery shop. 
All right. They stereotype you and yeah. say you made a jail. Yep. Because, well, you know, and, and, you know, other people sit there, oh, well, you know, they, they look at me a certain way because of my tattoos. All right. Jake. So you know what? Not, 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 not Jake. Jake, now, here's the thing. Now, and, and I understand what you're saying. I would have to take all my tattoos and have them removed. But the point well, is, you know, and you even said it yourself, the, they went on a stereotype. All right. What now? How about they treat people when, as human when, beings to, to and, and, and treat people according to their to own actions? Okay. Not, not how, Jake, how about people you, treat each Jake. other as humans and not as a, and not as based on their appearance or color? Treat them as a human being and then base them on their go. own individual and then base them on their own individual actions. Don't group us all together because we're not all the same, just like not all white people are the same, just like we're not all the same. Stop grouping us all together. Tell me. But I mean, it's not just a black and white thing. It's it's, it's in everything race. Like, y'all, everybody thinks that. Okay, okay. Everybody hold on for a second. Hold, hold on. It has to be stopped. Hey, everybody, everybody, everybody hold on for a second. Everybody, everybody hold on for a second, please. We we got a new caller. Her name is Alana. She says she got something to say. Okay, go ahead, Alana. Say what you got to say. Hey, Sasha. I just got, no, I was just calling in so I can keep listening. So Kristen was listening. But what I was saying is, it is not, it is a lot of a black and white thing, but you see it everywhere. Like, you try to compare us, like, for example, Hispanics, Mexicans, and Puerto Ricans, or any other race, we're all Hispanics for everybody else. We're all considered the same. The same thing with the black and white. You're all, like, we all get judged for our color, for, like, being dark skin, basically. Yeah, but I feel like black okay. is the worst. But now, now, Jake, you said that uh, you know do something about it. Okay, they 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 harass you because of your tattoos, and which oh, and I understand that. I understand that. But now, Jake, can you imagine having on a three piece suit? I mean, your suit. I mean, you 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 your, your suit is Armani. Your shoes are. Are red bottoms. I mean, you you you're dressed like a a million bucks, and they still <laughs> and they still. I mean, briefcase in hand, brand new car, and the first thing they say is, "Oh, that nigga selling dope." Or get his ass anyway. He doing something. That ain't that that ain't his car. That ain't this. That ain't that. Now you doing whatever you got to do. You didn't did what you had to do, but you. Still cannot get past that stereotype. Not because of the tattoos, not because of the haircut, but because of your skin. Well, taking a night, don't you be taking a morning? But here's the thing. So now, what am I supposed to do now, Jake? Jake, what am I supposed to do? Because the stereotype. What? I couldn't hear you, Jake. You you break it up, Jake. You break it up. What you just described, all right, what in black movies 
I'm talking Friday. Uh, I'm going to get you sucking. I love those movies, you know, all that stuff. All right. What way do they portray a black person? I would say, I'm going to say 80% of the time that is dressed and uh, yeah, the way you're describing. All right. What is the way they portray that Next. in the movies or on TV? Tell me that. But that that that's a movie. That's not real life. But no, hold on. So, because 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 hold on. Right to his opinion. 
That is so true. Everybody got an opinion. And, 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 and it don't matter what we do, because, hell, they make a lot of white movies. Their movies are art. Okay, that's what their movies are. They they made movies oh, about Hitler, or all these white Germans. <laughs> I mean, everything. And hell, I I guess we ain't walking around looking at them like they hate all Jews. I mean, come on. But we make movies. Our movies portray who we who we are. That's who we are. We all we all like how we look on movies. That okay, so foolish. Foolishness. That's foolishness. That's foolishness. That's foolishness. So, uh, all right. Keeps on turning their movies like that, you know, portraying the gang violence, the thugs, you know, all that stuff. Jake. Okay, but so what's that? It's portrayed. It's a movie. It's described as entertainment. Just because you've seen it in the fucking movie don't make that's what real life is about. You're basically saying that because they've seen it in a movie that they're safe to assume that everyone hurts a person and a racist and a murderer. Life imitates art. Kids, if they see... Okay, so Jake, 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 can I ask you a question? Christopher 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 Watkins, he played the king of New York. He was the biggest drug dealer and everything. Nobody said shit to him. I think then when he turned around to play another part. Who was that? You were breaking up. Chris, what is his name? I want to say his name right. Christopher Watkins. He played king of New York. He played the. He was the king of New York and. He, he played this big time gangster. Now, nobody said, oh, oh, wait, wait, hold on. Before we even go any farther, let's talk about these Godfather trilogies. Oh, trust me. And, and I'm sure, you know, there's, you know, a certain market, you know, kids in New York, whatever. Movies like Godfather, I'll say, hey, I want to be like that person to start acting like that person. All right? My thing is, when kids see something that intrigues them, whether it's, you know, a TV show, you know, a movie, a reality show, whatever, they're going to say, hey, if they like the way characters act, they're going to try to imitate them. All right? You know, I mean... So, in other words, what you're telling me is that every black kid is going to imitate... A drug dealer or a thug or a killer? Are you twisting what I'm saying? I didn't say so it's, every it's, black it's kid. Watch, I said kids. I mean, how many kids have been discussing this, new, you know, this YouTube thing, all right, with all these kids, you know, I mean, I live in Atlanta, so there's like, it seems like new rappers coming out every other day out of there, but you see these kids, you know, they're like, oh, I'm going to be like, you know, Fetty Wap or, you know, this person or that person, all right, they see this person and, you know, oh, I want to act like them, and how many, and I don't know if you ever thought about this, but I see, remember back in the day, come on, I mean, I'm that old. ISQ was the shit with the NWA and all them others, right? When ISQ started acting on TV as a cop, 
Did you ever see any of the flack he got because of what he did? You know? From who did he get the flack? Oh, wait a minute. Now, now, yeah, you know what, Jake? That, it, 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 it's funny that you brought that up. Who did he get the flack from? Because us, we didn't give a fuck what he did. That's true. What? That's true. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on for a second, man. We got we got we got some new callers I got to bring here. We got a uh, big Mike in the house and my man Stanley. What's up? Yeah, yeah, what's up? Yeah. Hey, hey, I I want Zach and Father Time to hear this. I, I want to say something here because I've been kind of hearing some of it. Um, have you ever been to the state of Louisiana? No. You talking to Jake? Oh, oh, okay. Let me explain something to you. I work with people from the state of Louisiana in the airport here in Indianapolis. Just because you're a regular motherfucker, do you know? One guy told me, he said, Mike, one guy said, Mike, in the state of Louisiana, if you're a cop, you're going to get off, you're going to get off on your charges. Just like, just like some cops kill old boy or whatever, the motherfucker, the white folks got off. But a regular motherfucker like me, Zach, or Father Time, if we commit a robbery, do you know we get the chambers put on us? Hmm. I want you to understand, and I want you to understand that because Louisiana's dumb southern states is real prejudice towards black men. Trust me, and you and you and you need to go to that state because if you're not wearing that badge or that gun, the state of Louisiana do not give a fuck about you. I'm telling you from experience, they will kill your ass. Well, they don't give a fuck about him just because he's white. Hold on, y'all. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on, Big Mike. Hey, dog. We've done this show a long time. Yeah. Big Mike been on that show. Never heard Big Mike be this serious about something, man. And I'm just being serious, and I'm just being real with him. He needs to, he needs to go to the state of Louisiana because if he ain't wearing that badge or that gun, they don't give a fuck about him. They're giving people the chambers in that state. Look what they done to see murder. They almost gave Boosie the chambers. Understand me. So, uh, Big, Mike, J- Big Mike, Big Mike, Jake is white, man. Jake is white, guy, Big Mike. They don't care about him. He, he, need, he needs to wake up. Go to that state. I work with people from New Orleans in the airport in some of the service. Right now, and they and they will tell you, and they will tell you, bro, you will get the chambers put on you. So whatever you hollering about, Ice Cube, now look what they done to see murder. Look what they look at. Look, 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 look. They, they almost got bossy. They was trying to put the needles in him. <laughs> <laughs> So, homeboy, you think it's a joke? Go, go to the state of Louisiana. I guarantee you, those judges will make sure you don't walk again. Not him, because he's white. Not, they don't care. 
He ain't wearing that badge and gun. The state of Louisiana don't give a fuck about him. He needs to understand that. All right, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We 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 got we got uh, one more. All right, Stanley, you press one. What you got to say, bro? All right, this one is. I love Jake. I love everything Jake is talking about because I think you need to add Jake to your radio show, to sensitive radio, honestly, because it has a lot of content, and you got to see both sides of the coin. So it's a great thing. Hold on, listen to me. Hear me out. Because what it does is... No, listen to me. It's about the media, the streaming, and the money. And that's what's going to boost the ratings. But we're going to deal with that on a different other uh, meeting and occur. Now my guy is talking right now, Big Mike, talking about Louisiana. Now I understand what he's saying. But you know what our problem is as a people? We're so content to stand at where we at. And we know when some bullshit is already fucking us up and we won't leave. We'll sit in a boatload of shit and say, well, I know this shit better than that shit. You see what I'm saying? No. We, we, we know when people oppress us. So much, and we'll say, "Well, you know what? I know what's going on. I go ahead and deal with this, and blah 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 blah." Instead of getting out that situation, mm. let's take Harriet Tubman for instance. The Underground Railroad. She got people from one area to another area to get them out that shit. Am I correct? Yes or no? Yes. Of course, yep. I am. We consider. We keep on continuing. We're talking about. Well, we keep being that and keep on being oppressed, but we won't get out that situation because what? We stuck in that oppression. We stuck. Oh, oh, okay, Mike. Uh, I mean, Stan, Stan, Stan. I, 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 you know, you my man. You, you, you know, you my, my man. Guy. That's, 50 my grand, guy. But, That's my guy. That's my guy. But you, you, you got, you, you got, you, you start to sound like Kanye on this one. I mean, this, this ain't nothing that we wanna do. This this ain't this ain't a shit. I mean, this is not like okay. You know, this this I know. I mean, everybody, you know. I mean, it takes in certain situations, it takes more than uh, it it takes more for others. Now, just because it takes more for for that person to go get pushed along, that don't mean that person is no less of a man or no less of a you know. Boy, he ain't tried. Some people, Man, some no. people get gifted. Some people got to try harder. And I mean, right. you know a lot what? of times that and we look at people, you know we look at people yeah. and we say, "Well, that motherfucker ain't shit." But that man is trying his best. But you know what? You know what, Zach? I totally agree with you 1,000%. I agree with you 1,000% because everybody has been stuck in the mud for so long and they try so much. But guess what? You always have that next seed that comes up, and you always teach your seed, don't do what I do. Be better than me. Be better than me. True. And you have you have to try to teach them to go to the next level. And we have to always try to figure out how to get this money. Let's take, let's take Cincinnati Radio, for instance. Let's take Gangsterville Radio, for instance, Indie Royal Media. We had to build this up. We built this up on an idea, on an idea. 
Now we ended with the Alliance and IBM. It's over 2.9 million listeners tuning in. That's a open idea. You can't tell me. You can't tell me that if you're thinking of a certain thing and you want to get out of a certain situation, it can't happen. Now I give you the best thing. I'm going to break the news to you guys right now. Billboard magazine yesterday just announced that all internet radio stations that's licensed and registered will receive that spinning license. That means if you're spinning music on your state, that means that all these different circulations and all these different companies are going to come in and be sponsored on your radio show. That's what we have built. Now, the thing we're hey. talking about with Jake, the reason what I like about Jake, I'm going to tell you something I like about Jake. Jake has that different perspective. We have to have a different perspective. You know, we don't know what everybody's thinking all the time. He might think something about the NFL kneeling or something like that. We don't know. But these things add to more and more, you know, genres. I like what you guys are doing. You guys been on top of the stuff. I like what Big Mike is always doing. Big Mike tunes in all the time and he always calls in. That's very important. <laughs> Must respect the Big Mike what he does. I I don't have no hold, hold on for a second, y'all. We got we got another caller. We got Chrissy with a K. Let me make sure I use it with the K. We got Chrissy with a K. <laughs> she says she has something to say, y'all. I said her name wrong and she just kinda snapped on me, y'all. But go ahead, Chrissy with a K. Hello, guys. Um, What's going I like on? I say, like, I don't, I've been discriminated before. I don't been spit at. I don't been called nigger or anything. I don't been walking down the street and people don't been calling me out my name or everything, like, for no reason. Like, and I'm about ready to fight and all of that. <laughs> but I got to realize that some people need to be grateful. Can you bring your name, Chrissy? Turn your radio down, Chrissy. Chrissy. Chrissy, yeah, turn your computer down or your radio down because we're getting an echo. Okay, go ahead. Can you hear me now? Yep, you good. Okay, no, I was just saying, like, I done been, I've been ready to fight and everything, but, you know, me being as mature as I am, I have to realize that some people are ignorant, and I have, and I have to learn growing up to ignore the ignorance. And then a lot of people out here, some don't. Some people react to it, but it's always going to be like that. Let me tell you something. They talked about Jesus Christ. It's, um, they talked about Jesus Christ. They talked about him. They're going to talk about everybody else. Everybody else going to talk about yeah. So, no, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, if they talk about him, they talk about everybody else. Realize that people going to talk about you to the day you die. Yep. Oh, yeah. Middle Eastern. Come on, how do you believe Jesus Christ? I'm not doing religion, sir. All their stuff is Jesus. Exactly. Because if he was from the Middle Eastern, I'm from what's the Middle what's Eastern. What's okay, what's if he was born in the Middle Eastern. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What's the name again? Hold on, hold on. What, what, wait a minute. Lana, Lana, and... Lana and Chrissy, are y'all sitting next to each other? Nope. I'm in my house, in her house. Uh, 
Oh, okay. And I'm just saying because it's like y'all, y'all two are echoing each other. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like y'all two are the ones that's echoing with each other. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. It's 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 just it's a picture that is painted. I'm Puerto Rican and I'm half Puerto Rican, Arabic, and Dominican. The picture that is painted of everything is either everybody's white, and in reality, the first human sent down here, whether anybody believes in religious or not, they were in the Middle Eastern. Now. The heat out there, I can tell you, it's a hot, over 100 degrees in Puerto Rico every day. Can, can I interject? What's her yeah. name? Okay. Lana. DJ Stanley. Lana, I'm very, very pleased to meet you, and I love what you just said right now because I keep telling people every day, Jesus was a carpenter. It wasn't the son of God. And we have to understand that. We, we, we've been had, we've been bushwhipped, we've been had, all this type of stuff. There's only one God. Remember this one thing. There's only one God. And God didn't, came, didn't come down to get married and pregnant. Remember? You have to remember mm-hmm. what you're reading. Now, one thing you have to remember about the Bible, if you go to the end of the Bible, does it say who's the author? Who's the writer, composer? Does it say anything? No, nobody has gotten to the end yet because it doesn't go there. So we have to be careful about what we do with this. Listen to me. Hold on. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Because, no, what I'm going to take you to, if you go back to the movie Roots, our people came from Africa. We always said, Assalamualaikum. Always said, Assalamualaikum. Even exactly. in the Middle Eastern, East African continent. Right. But what I'm saying to you is, once we came to America, the white continent made a Bible for us. This is why they have the King James Version, the new King James Version, the up-to-date King Version, the renewed mm-hmm. King Version, the up the wise King Version. That means we getting <laughs> fucked over and we sitting in the system and we keep on saying yes to it. And you motherfuckers keep on talking about it's okay, it's Amen. cool. This is what it says. No, you got to wake up. They keep on seeing you. They feeding you all wow. the stuff to say that it's okay. <laughs> I used to talk to one, my, my guy. I used to talk to my guy Father Tam all the time, and we used to sit back and read Malcolm X's book. He was telling us the same that's thing true. that's going on right now, right now that's going to happen today, right now before it even happens. But these people are so lost. <laughs> They so long. All these school shootings with Jake is talking about that he's ignoring. Jake is a good guy. I don't care. Jake is a good guy. He got his own opinion. I don't care. We all got our own opinions. But guess yeah, what? Sure? At the end but of the you day, lying but right now? But... No, no, hold, wait, hmm. hold on. Listen to me. Listen to me. I listen, but I ain't got to agree. It, it, but I understand okay. that because I don't agree with him either. So yeah. trust me. I don't agree I'll with you. Say, you don't have to agree with me. That's okay. okay. It's just an opinion. Okay. But, but you don't I'm have saying, to agree with me either. But I'm not a motherfucker right. because I feel how I feel. But that's what you said. But I didn't call you a motherfucker. If I call you a motherfucker, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. 
No, no, no. Uh, D, 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 now you, you, D, you know that was D, just it, it, it said in a sense of what I'm saying. The way he can talk Trust about D. his, I can talk about D, mine. So D, 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 D. That's honestly, a whole other show. D, D. That's a whole other show. We can go there, though. No, see, it's not about going there. I apologize. Trust me. I wasn't trying to offend you, sister. Never try no, to offend my people. I ain't offended because I believe what I okay. believe. If you don't, you know, I'm going to just pray I understand what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is what, when people try to avoid certain situations, I have a problem with that. All these schools, school students that's going on right now, they're coming from all these suburban white schools. This is what they're avoiding. So you know what just happened to us? Hey, they can I, I interject? Uh, I gotta they say something about the coin on us to make us talk no. about us. This is what I'm talking about. I gotta about. say something about these students. Uh, I want everybody. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, Stanley, hold on, Stanley. Those like what I said, but I'm sorry, hold on, hold on, man, hold on. That's a whole other ball game. All right, these school shootings. One thing. Let's start with the Parkland shooting. You know, uh, when they first started showing the interviews with that shooting, all right, the, right when it was happening, not the day after, later that evening, the first question when they were asking about the shooting to these teenage kids, and the first responses that they were saying was, oh, that kid was weird. He was the outcast. He was one. That kid was bullied. All right. People got bullied some work. Man, I even said, you know, how much trouble he was in. All right. He got bullied. He reacted in ways that he shouldn't have. They should have done. You know, went after him. I don't care. You know, the local police, the FBI, whatever. Something should have been done with him. They dropped the ball on him. But mm-hmm. the simple fact is, even this new shooting here in Texas, and parents so, let me let me say this to you, Jay. Let me say this to you, Jay. Jay, Jay, are you listening to me? Let me let me say this to you right quick, Jay. This right here, since 2009, there's been 288 shootings in America. Since 2009, two School shootings in Canada, France, one in Germany, zero in Japan, Italy, and UK. What's the problem going on? What is the problem? <laughs> hmm? Since 2009. <laughs> this is the total since 2009. All right. I was born in school. Well, I'm going to tell you what happened, Jay. Okay. I'm going to tell you what happened. Since 2009, the government figured out that they don't have to add school funding to special ed students anymore because there was too much funding going into special ed students. Now, if you know special ed students, these are special needed kids or people that were slowing behind. So what you did was take these special ed students and threw them in a class with regular students. Now they're and getting bullied, and they don't know how to interact with everybody. So now this is how these things evolve. I'm deep in the system, fam. 
I know how this works. I have a special ed kid. My kid has special needs, and I have had to fight for my kid to get every therapy for him not to be set in a room where he's not going to be able to accomplish what he has to accomplish. They have wanted to put my son in a room with 30 kids for my son, like, a fly fly side, and he's gone. He's on it. and yeah, like he's a premature. I went from Puerto Rico, three years fighting the system in my own country, and then I come back to this country, and I'm still fighting the system. Why? Yeah. Because it is so messed up, and especially if it's a color kid, because my kid is Puerto Rican and half black. Mm-hmm. So if it's a color kid, you really have to fight it. You have to fight the system. Us all. He's about to be six years old. And my son had the therapy from when he was born until he was eight months old, and then he stopped. And I've been fighting since, and he just now started getting evaluated again. Now my son has to see therapist because he is depressed, he's behind, he's anxious, he don't understand yeah. why. He, 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 don't, he don't act like the other kids, but he's smart, he's a straight-A student. And he is in a classroom with 25 kids right now. And my son brings... Yeah. Straight A, and he's in kindergarten. But his behavior, the teacher want to act like he's being bad because he can't pay attention all the time. But this was something mm-hmm. I told him at the beginning when I first put my son in there. But I still constantly have to be calling the school, hey, what's going on with the therapy? I've been waiting almost two years for my son to be seen at Riley for a specialist. I'm telling you, this is something that's been done U.S. wide. This is done across the country worldwide. A lot of people keep thinking now that they know what's going on, and they really don't know what's going on. This is what's happening. This is what's happening. This has been set up by design, and this is what's happening. You walk in people's shoes. This is, okay, I have a mental condition. I've been without my medication for three months. They took my Medicaid off, my my hip, the, the one that you pay. When I started working and they weren't supposed to, this other system's trying to play me now. They've been trying to play me with this car for the for like two years now. I call the psych and they say, well, you have to be reevaluated because it's been three months since the Medicaid got cut up. I said, okay, so how much do I have to pay? They know you have to wait till you get your taxes back so we can see how much taxes you're receiving. So that way we know how much we're going to charge you. I filed on paper this year, so I explained that to them. I say, can you go buy something else? No. Now, we're talking about I've been three months now without medication. Oh. Last year when this happened, I tried to attempt against my life because I went six months without medication and I had a mental breakdown. So now I'm here sitting. They're telling me my doctor is supposed to be able to give me my medication. I call my doctor. My doctor refuses to give me my medication. So I'm back in the same little game. Because they oh. really don't care. They don't care about mental patients. No, they, they don't, don't care. care. About, they don't, they don't they, care. They don't care about discapacity dis- people. They don't care about nobody that has an issue. And if you have color, they don't care. They care less. But if you're no, smart, no. then they look at you and they try to think and point you at everybody else. But if I just tell y'all everything that has been done in the state of Indiana to me, 
Y'all can Google 2012 when Riley Hospital got shot down. I don't know if anybody in this chat remembers that. Do y'all remember that? Do you remember in 2012? Riley Hospital got shut down, the emergency room. Yep. Do do y'all heard that? Yep. Okay. There was a chemical in a woman's purse. I was the woman that was trying to blame. They called Homeland Security on me. I took a shower in my son's bathroom. Wow. As soon as I turned that water off, my body started itching. My son was hospitalized. I come outside of my son's bed bathroom, and I tell the nurse, do you have any Benadryl? The nurse looks at me and says, no, I don't have any Benadryl in a hospital. Okay? In Personal. a damn hospital. In a hospital. So I said, I told her, I said, my throat is closing down. I just got out of the shower. I need to go to the gift shop. Can you watch my kid? Yes. I go straight to the gift shop. They told me they have no Benadryl. The lady that was in front of me said, I can walk you to the pharmacy. So let me tell you, it was a five-minute walk, and my throat is about to shut. Halfway there, I collapsed in cold blue. They bring me into the emergency room. The doctors wash their hands and the nurses. That's the first thing a doctor and a nurse does because I am a nurse. That is the first thing they taught me. The minute they washed their hands and got next to me, they all collapsed. They say I had a chemical in my purse. I woke up on a Friday. My son was hospitalized. This happened Wednesday. Thursday, they magically released my kid. My kid goes into DPS. Foster home. I wake up on a Friday at Methodist. Everybody calling around to see what is going on with me, where I'm at. And they're telling them Alana Rosario does not exist. She has never come to this hospital. And I was upstairs in a glass room with three cops sitting outside my room. Wow. They come in the room with hasman suits. When they come in the room with the hasman suits, I'm still looking around like, what the hell is going on? Let me tell you, I coded. I was in ICU for three days. But we're talking about Riley Hospital, okay? So I wake up. I fight with everybody. I see the, t- the caseworkers from this year. I start crying. I tell you, took my son. She said, yes. To make the story short, they tried to dose me off. I saw the nurse passing the medicine to the other nurse, obviously. They come in, I tell her, you better not put that on me or I'm going to fuck you up. I don't give you permission to put that on me, and if I don't give you permission, you can't do that. You can't put it on. She didn't put it on, then here comes the Homeland Security guy. He comes in and he says, do you know why I'm here? I said, no, but I would like to know. He said, well, they say you had a chemical in your purse. And I looked at him straight up in the eyes, and I said, did you find anything? He said, no. I said, exactly. Did you find anything in my system? He said, no. He even wanted to take it farther because he didn't believe me. So he went ahead and said, do you know anything about K2? I looked at him and started laughing because I'm like, you're really trying to get me. So I looked at him and I said, I don't know. I know about K2, but I haven't done that. But did you find that in my system too? He said, no, we didn't find nothing in your system or your purse. I said, how about my purse? Because everybody keeps saying my purse smells like chemicals when I had a perfume bottle in my purse. Right. So you can't smell the perfume around my purse because I I usually just let the lid open. So he said, no, there was nothing in your purse, nothing in your car. So the nurse told them that I went to my car. Now, remember, I said I went to the gift shop. She told them I went to my car. I went home and I came back. When I came back, I collapsed. They went to the parking garage, broke my windows of an infinity car, 
They bashed my windows, and my doors were unlocked. Now, sir, to bash my windows, and they couldn't find nothing, the Homeland Security guy tells me, looks at me straight up in the eyes and says, I'm going to get back to you. And I said, do what you got to do. I ain't got nothing to hide. After that, I collapsed four times, different, different times around my house because I was just unstable. They couldn't find out what it was. Every hospital they took me in, there was, I, didn't, I remember this one, this white doctor, he hadn't done nothing to me. They just wheeled me in. And the first thing he said, because I couldn't breathe, so I'm gasping for air, <laughs> he smelled me and he says, she is a mess addict. Now, I've never done mess. And she has a mess lab in her house. Oh. He calls DCS on me. This was in Whiteland. Because that's what it's called, White Land. Okay? So he called DCS on me, not doing tests on me yet. He hadn't done nothing. So the meeting said I was a mess addict and that I was having a mess reaction and that I had a mess lab at my house and that I had a baby. All the nurses started treating me bad. The catheter, they put it in wrong, where I told the nurse that I, was, I had to pee, and he kept telling me pee. I couldn't talk, so I kept tapping him, and I kept telling try, tell him it's not right. I'm a nurse. It was not right. It was not putting right. He said, go ahead and pee. In my head, I said, I'm going to pee on myself. So I let it go. There I was. I pee all over. My tears are coming out. as I see them in the corner talking about me. She's a piece of shit. She ain't shit. Yeah. She got a baby, and she a crackhead. And you see, you, and a you, you see the setup, but you know what? You see the setup. Hold on, it's always, it's always a setup. It's always a but you setup see, with this stuff. I saw yeah. this setup because Man. they, the system still try to get me. <laughs> After Homeland Security say I was clear, they still try to get me some other way. Every doctor, until I, they sent me to the ICU. When I got to the ICU. DCS came. I told them, I got to go, because they're not taking my son. There was this Puerto Rican nurse, and she looked at me in the eyes, and she said, baby, if you leave, you won't make it past the parking lot. You're going to die. Mm-hmm. I told her, uh, I said, okay. I don't hold, hold that note. Hold, that. hold on. Hold on for a second. We about to lose our stream. We got to send a shout-out to Gangsterville Radio. We appreciate the love. Y'all know we're going to be doing this thing again next Wednesday, 8.30 Central Standard Time, like we all always right, do. All right, Okay. And I just want to say one thing before we shut off is that uh-huh. I'm not meaning no harm to anyone or anything like that, man. You know, being about a gangster radio owner and anything like that, I love everybody on Sense City Radio, all the personnel and anything like that. There's no disrespect. Keep doing what you're doing. Knock it out the ballpark because that's what it's all about. Knocking it out the ballpark and getting the numbers up. It's, I, by the time I'm going to give you a call a little bit. Bet. Bet that. Y'all have a blessed night. Hold on. We ain't done um, yet. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh, I, oh, I thought you were done. I was about to hang okay. up. Well, look, just to finish this story, no, listen, listen, listen. I have to leave. I have to leave Indiana in order for them to leave me alone with my son. Mm. I have to leave the state. I fought the state. I fought this year. I won the case, and I left. And I came back now you know what? just for him to meet his family. But I'm ready to go again. 
But you know what? Not you know what? And I I don't normally do this. I really don't. I, I, I and I'm I'm a, with her permission. Janine, what's Janine at? I'm here. Can I give her your number to call to talk to you about this situation? Because I know you know the right yeah. people to talk to. Oh yeah, so you know, I'm gonna give you <laughs> I'm gonna give you her number so you can talk to her so you can you yes. know get some help. Okay. I mean okay. I know our That's show cool. is wild and crazy and we go off the chain, but we do care about people. <laughs> Yeah, we and I, 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 just hearing what you're saying, I, I definitely think that she can help you. And that's what's up. You know, I just just wanted to set my story out there because there's a lot of people that go through things like this. They're, they don't have the nerve to say it or they don't have the nerve to fight their system. They, mm-hmm. they, they feel weak. They feel like they have no support. I had no family when all this was going on with me. Mm-hmm. But my strength was my son. I didn't yep. went through four losses. I have done had four babies died on me. Four years before you, my daughter mm. died after an hour she was born. I didn't went through all that to have the system take my son away. Because that's how I was going to raise that kid. And the system was not going to pull him up. And here I am six years later. I have a great, amazing son. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know. And, and I'm going to tell you, too. I'm going to tell you, too, your son is gifted, just like my son. Very Okay, Amen. that's that's what's going on. They they you know they want to mark them as special needs. That's fine, mm-hmm. you know, and, and evaluate them. They want to try to force them on medication and stuff like that. What it is, the schools are not equipped for our kids, and they. I mean, what people don't realize, these kids are our future. These are the kids Amen. that's going to be end up being adults. These kids are gifted, and they're not even seeing it. These Amen. kids are so smart, right. and they, they they can't even see it because they're not average like some. You know, they they just don't act the way that some kids act. They act differently, and because they're at an age, they can't control their behavior. They don't understand it yet. But he's gonna exactly. he's gonna come into his own. He's gonna come into his own because my son did. You know what I mean? He's gonna and, come. And, they're gonna come into does. their own. Yep. He, he he stays out, and, and I get bashed a lot because I'm very honest with him. I'm very open. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't, I know he's special, but I don't treat him different. I'm very, exactly. very down earth with him. I tell him how things are. It's just, you know, people just dismantle, and that's just a fact. And, and it is sad. Mm-hmm. We live in a society that they don't keep past uh, physical limitations. Now, I graduated at 15, and I'm disabled now. I'm a nurse. I'm a graduated nurse, and I'm disabled. Mm-hmm. People look at me, why are you working at a gas station if you're a nurse? Because I'm disabled. What does that have to do? What if I just want to branch out and experience other jobs? Motherfuckers mind their own business. That's all they do is. Motherfuckers mind their Exactly. Mm-hmm. Minding their own business. I mean, it's money. And why, that's, why you that's another about problem. It? Everybody is always in everybody's business, so I should be getting it's too. And and that's where we go wrong as a society. We we are so worried about what everybody else is doing. But if we were worried in the proper way, if we were worried to help our neighbors, if we were worried like, okay, do you need anything? Let me lend you a hand. Let me be here for you. Then this world will be different. Okay, but so, no, people. Right, because 
Actually, Alana Rosario, the one that's on the phone, the one that's been talking, that's my best friend. And anything she needs, I got her. If I got it, she got it. If she got it, I got it. And I'm down for that. And that's my, that's my bitch. <laughs> and, and you know, and down to it, people look at me and her, and they'll be like, "Oh, why y'all, why y'all next to each other? Why y'all friend? Why you doing? Why you do this for her? Why? Because even if I go out it's my way for her, life. and I'm not thinking that she's gonna do the same for me, even if she doesn't do it, I'm doing it out of my heart. It's coming out of my heart. I'm not gonna do something just expecting somebody else to give me something back. Then you're not doing it properly." Then why the and hell are you even worried about that? And that's why people don't get blessings. That's why people don't get exactly. blessings. Because every time they do something for somebody, they expect they something expect in return. Exactly. Exactly. Like and then they, they throw, throw it in your face. That's why they don't. You block your blessings. Yep. And they throw it in your face. And, you know, I wanted to say something earlier about what he was saying about the black and white situation. I had a white boyfriend. I, just, I, I didn't have time to mention it earlier because I was driving. We got pulled over by the police. I was 18 years old. Now, he flashed me, obviously, but he flashed him. Okay, do you have a gun in the car? He says, yes. Now, let me tell you this. We was driving around with four guns, two knives in his legs. He got a gun in his leg, one in his pocket, one in his hip, and one in the glove department. He had a gun permit, but we got four guns with us. So the cops looked at him, and he said, yes, I got, I got guns with me. So he takes the one of his pocket, hands him the gun permit, unloads it, hands it to the police officer. The police officer starts looking at the gun and starts talking to him about it. Oh, this is a real nice gun. Where do you leave that you got all these guns in your car? I'm looking at them, just interacting with each other. And I'm like, odd, like sitting there in the car, just looking at them like, are you kidding me? And he specifically tells him this. This is what I never forget. He told him, where do you guys live? He said, we live near uh, Hallville. So I, he said, okay, that, that's not a real, yeah, Hallville. He's, that's not a good area. Um, it looks like you're prepared to war, to go to war. That's what the cop told him. And I started, he started laughing. Uh, and then he let us go. Cop. He let us go. And that was the thing. What yeah, if, but. If, we have a gun permit black. and we have four guns. Hold on, yep, Everybody exactly. And we was about to go shoot somebody. What if we were about to go shoot somebody, but because he was white, he let him go. But we had four guns in our vehicle. You're only supposed to have one gun when you have a gun permit. But he had four, and he was just admiring his gun. And he just said, y'all have a good day, sir. I looked at him, what if we was planning on going to rob somebody or shoot somebody? But if I was with a black man, it's some dirty ass cops out here. I mean, it's some good cops. But look, don't get me wrong, good cops. If I know, and if I was, and if I was a dirty, if I was with a black man, he would have stopped us. Now I got stopped with my Puerto Rican boyfriend. We was moving from Bloomington. We're returning the U-Haul on 38th Street, and it was midnight. We had just done unloading the U-Haul and everything. I'm driving. We get pulled over. I told him. I saw the cop getting behind me. I told him that we didn't pull over. He said, no, we're not. He turned the lights on. I said, I told you. I pulled over to the side. They gave him out. They gave me out. And they automatically asked him his name. He said, my name is Juan. Now, listen. Now, he's Puerto Rican. They handcuffed him immediately. Because they were looking for a man named Juan that had just shot somebody. We just told them. They just saw us coming out from U-Haul. So we just told him, we just came from Bloomington. He said, does he have any tattoos in his chest? I looked at him and said, I'm his woman. No, he ain't got no tattoos. He 
got him handcuffed, he goes and tells the cop, he said, can't you look me up by my social? He said, no, we don't care about that. They don't care about oh, that. We were there day. for an hour. We was there for an hour. And then they let him go. They didn't even say sorry. They didn't even say nothing. But the other situation with the white boy, they let us go. But with my Puerto why, Rican boy. Did you why y'all got pulled over? Yeah, because they was looking for Juan who shot somebody. Okay, you did. <laughs> we we were suspicious in our car. <laughs> but you know what, though? At the end of the day, like I said, like I was telling, like I was trying to tell Jake, you know, and I think Janine said it best. Until you walk in our shoes, you, you'll never understand. You will never, never understand. You will never. Never. And that goes to you know, in life. A person and we we, so we sitting there. Right, they they don't know, you know. And, and I, I, you know what? Shout out to Jake. Cause it took a lot of Jake. It took a lot of guts for Jake to call in tonight. I'm not gonna even oh. shout out to Jake. <laughs> I ain't tripping on him. And you know, you know and what I'm saying? I mean, you say what? That he's a. I said to be in a group that that he's. Cause I mean, I, I still couldn't understand his point. I'm sorry. I was waiting I to try either. to understand why he was like, trying what the to fuck say. Is he was just rambling. Hey. <laughs> You know what, Jake? I I I think he's. Nah, I don't know. He hung up. <laughs> I don't know. I think Jake's I think he's trying to understand. But like 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 I said once again, like Janine said, you you. I mean, you know, you could put a money suit on and not show your tattoos, and mm-hmm. they'd be like, that guy's really going places. I put a money suit on. This motherfucker selling. He's selling big one. He 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 must be on TV. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's just the way it is. And I mean, without saying it, he said it. You know what I'm saying? Without saying it, he said it. You know, like you. And you know, that's not just in America. The stereotype thing about the movies. Come on, now. God damn, really. I know, and, <laughs> and you know, that's the thing. Okay, I, I'm i not going to say I know how it is to walk in y'all shoes, okay? I am a person of color, but I have never been discriminated to a term. Yes, I have been discriminated here. They mainly call me Mexican, and that really does piss me off, not because I have anything against Mexicans, just because it's not my race. They also call me Hispanic or Latino. I'm not Hispanic or Latino. I'm in the Caribbean Ocean. So if I'm in the ocean all the way away from the Hispanic America, I'm neither. But we are uneducated. A lot of people are uneducated. I remember going to school in Puerto Rico. They teach us about all the races. Wherever they live, they tell us exactly what they call. I come to America and study black and white. Latino or Hispanic, and that's it. Now that I feel out form, and that's it. When I give birth to my son, they send me as black. And I fought with the nurse just to give her a hard time. I told her, I said, so why do you think I'm black? Because of my skin? And she looked at me and she was um, shocked. It was a white nurse. Motherfuckers is not stupid at all. They do shit on purpose. Man, they do that shit on purpose. Exactly. I have one. I had one today. I had one today. A, fr- a, old, a old high school friend of mine. 
He asked today. He said, he said he's at work. He's having a debate with a woman at work, and he was saying, if a white man had a baby by a black woman, that that baby is gonna be considered white. And I'm like, no, it's not. Nope. I'm like, no, it's not. He's like, what you mean, no, it's not. I'm like, dude, do you know the? Uh, and this is what they tried to teach us in school that the black gene is the dominant gene, so that's why it would be that way. No, I mean, yeah, yeah that yeah. that was that was the that was the political the, the politically correct answer for it. But mm-hmm. let's be real. Motherfucker, you had a baby by a black motherfucker, you was ousted. Your baby was ousted that race. And that's what why they, no, that's a black baby. That's a black baby. Exactly. And, and he and he's just So now a white woman got on there and a white woman got on there and she was like, Well, whatever school y'all went to was fucked up. No bitch. <laughs> whatever No. Your you, your society is fucked up. And ain't what yes, school yes. we went to because what, this what, is yes. this is the shit that we was taught. This and I mean, I, and, 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 and 